0: Hello, thank you for tuning into the right life. My name is Maureen McDole, and I'm glad to be here with you on November 1st. This is my birthday month. So, the Scorpio is loving the witchy time of Halloween, and today's the day of the dead. If you celebrate that, I have been feeling my father's spirit pretty strong the last two days. And it's been about two months since he's passed. So I'm actually kind of coming out of my dazed stupor and being more open to what his spirit wants to communicate with me. Um, as I mentioned possibly before, when the clock says 444, I'm always like, Hi, Daddy. Because he always liked the number four, and I love the number four as well. So I got to thinking about what I wanted to read today, and I'm gonna read um. a a prose poem that was recently published in down in the dirt uh, literary journal which came out actually this month so this poem uh, is called great grandmother great grandmother anna hubbard was tired of life in her small virginia town at 17 she saw great grandfather edward passing by on the train so she she jumped aboard and joined him in the carnival Edward was a barker in the carnival and Anna became a head and palm reader. My grandfather, Wilson, was born on the carnival circuit. When he grew up, he bought Anna a motel with his poker winnings as a way to keep his mother occupied and out of his marriage. Anna called her motel Hubbard House. It was on 8th Street in Paso Florida. But she still gave head and palm readers to her guests and the sign outside front The sign out front flourished her skills. I too was far from home when I was first introduced to tarot cards at college in North Carolina. A spark of fear told me I was gonna go to hell if I touched those cards, but my grandmother's spirit was stronger than my Catholic upbringing. I've kept a deck of tarot cards ever since and use them daily. An important part of me is drawn to the esoteric arts, just as Anna was drawn to the train I think our spirits must reach back farther than us because I have a blockage against wearing anything around my neck. I might have been hanged as a witch in a past life. Like Anna, my intuitive senses are strong and I can read people and situations quickly. I've even matched up four marriages because I am able to see connections between people that show they would make good partners. All the marriages are still together and six children have been born of these unions. One marriage I've matched has lasted over 20 years. Sometimes when I hold those cards in my palms, I can feel my great-grandmother's hands. So I read this piece, well, not only because it is Day of the Dead, um, but also um, I had an epiphany this morning around my intuition. And um, I've mentioned before that I'm going through a lot of changes in my life right now. Uh, I've kind of gotten to the point where every morning I'm just like, show me the way universe, show me the way, like, I'm just giving it away. I've also started, um, asking my heart what it wants to do. And usually it's, it's been interesting because I mentioned last week, this is something I wanted to try and I'm really having a lot more fun (laughs) with doing this. And, and, and like, for example, um, Uh, last night was Halloween. I was feeling a little under the weather and my rational mind was like, well, you should stay home and rest and be quiet and, um, lay low. But then I was like, what does my heart want? And my heart's like, I want to go out and see, the trick-or-treaters and be with my friends. And I don't have to like, you know, that's what it said to me. And then I was like, you know what? I could kind of compromise between the two. I don't have to be, uh, you know, I don't have to go all out. I can be kind of calm and chill and just be outside and walk around. And actually the fresh air was made me feel a lot better. And I actually had a really good night. So I've started doing that, um, of, you know, asking my heart what it wants and it's been really surprising the answers it's 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 there's sometimes they're very counter to what I rationally think would be the best course of action but um I've got some situations in my life right now that rationally feel like oh shit like I'm kind of in it in 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 a couple situations and and rationally like all my alarm bells are going off but then my intuition's like everything's going to be fine like everything's going to work out um you don't need to stress about this. You don't need to worry. And then I was thinking today, like, can I trust myself? Like I actually inherently feel that I can't trust myself for whatever reason. And it was just this unconscious shadow side of myself that was um, created because I was often gaslit as a child. I was kind of the canary in the coal mine. Like, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel good. And all the adults would be like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And I would be like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And they're like, be quiet. Your feelings aren't valid. You know? So I learned to not trust myself because the adults in my life told me that what I was feeling was wrong. And that was something that like got built into my narrative. And so today I was going like, Can I trust that my intuition saying everything's going to work out? Everything's going to be fine. Even though my rational mind, like all these alarm bells are going off and like, you got to figure something out. you got to change things. And I have gone down every rabbit hole in these situations. I'm like, there's nothing that I can do right now to change anything. I've, I've also been like, okay, I'm open to change. Like, show me what I need to do differently. Show me how things should be differently. If I'm missing anything, please, you know, I'm saying this to the universe, show me a different path no new paths have shown, no new routes I need to take. Um, Because like, if I get an intuitive hit that I should do something, I, I know what it is and I take action like right away. Nothing new, no new knowledge has come in that I should do anything differently than what I'm doing. So I'm basically just like, okay, every day, okay, show me the way. If I'm not supposed to do anything differently, if I'm supposed to just ride out this situation that I'm in, show me the way forward because I have exhausted all the maps and resources that I feel like I have in my disposal right now. Show me the way. So this, you know, as I mentioned, I was thinking today like, okay, so if my intuition is telling me that everything's going to be fine, but I can't trust myself. And then I go, wait a minute, when have I not been able to trust myself? When have I actually told myself to do something and then it didn't turn out right? Crickets. I asked that question. I asked myself that question. Crickets. I heard nothing. Like nothing came up. Nothing. And I thought back and, you know, maybe I could look back at some love relationships I've had. And I was like, nope, no regrets there. Like I learned something from every person I was involved with. Okay. Maybe something that at the time looked like was possibly the wrong path, but no, it was actually the right path that I had to go down to find another right path. Okay, so wait a minute. There's not actually been a time when I couldn't trust myself. So what is this narrative that I have? This is not an, a narrative that is true to who I am now. This is a narrative that I took in as a child because my feelings weren't validated and situations that clearly were not okay, I was told were okay whoa, mind blown. So I wanted to read this poem about my great-grandmother and how I didn't really embrace this kind of witchy, intuitive side of her until I wrote that poem. It was like, it was always a part of me, this kind of, um, this narrative of being an intuitive. I think it's part of a lot of us. We all have intuition, but it's silenced and quieted in our very, very rational world. You know, intuitively, we know that you can't keep extracting from the earth without consequences. Intuitively, we know you can't be nasty to people in your life without there being repercussions. You know, intuitively, we know that we can't eat keep eating garbage and it won't come back to haunt us, but we still do it. We override it with the rational or, or the whatever narrative, Oh, it won't happen to me. Or there's always plenty of resources to go around. Uh, You know, this is exhaustible. I can keep everybody else is doing it. I mean, we we rationalize all these different reasons to do things that intuitively don't feel good to us. And I think that's also why we are all in many ways feeling very, very broken in lots of different ways because intuitively we have shut down our intuition. Not intuitively, uh, excuse me. We have rationally quieted our intuition and made decisions with just our mind and not thinking about what also our heart wants. So, I challenge you, (laughs) why not, to start listening to that still, quiet, small voice within. Maybe it's also in other ways it comes to you. Maybe you get goosebumps that you should try something. Maybe you get a gut feeling that something's right for you. Maybe it's just the joy you feel in doing something that you know you're on the right path. Or maybe just start asking your heart what it wants. And when I when i say that i ask my heart what it wants you're probably like well how do you know just like listen and maybe like even though it's it's an internal voice you'll hear maybe your heart goes go for a walk oh what okay whatever comes to mind first when you ask that question whatever words you hear or maybe you see a picture or maybe you s- s- smell a smell maybe you hear notes in a music, whatever it is that comes up when you ask that question, that's your answer. Just try it out. Try it on small things. Driving down the road, which road should I take? Take this one. Oh, okay. What should I eat? Eat this. Okay. Try it out. Try it. Small little bite-sized bits of dancing with your intuition. I remember when I first saw those tarot cards, when I was in North Carolina, I was in the room of somebody that I eventually became really good friends with. She introduced me to tarot cards, and I remember being scared to death of them, but there was some part of me that was so drawn to them. And there's still times where I don't really respond to them. Like before I travel, I'm very superstitious. I never draw a tarot card. Like if I'm flying on a plane, I never draw a tarot card before I fly on a plane. Like I just. I don't want, um, I don't like flying. So I just don't even bring them into my spaces. Sometimes I forget to draw one, but sometimes I'll draw one during the day uh, and every morning I'll draw one. And, and it just kind of sets a tone for the day. I have other cards I use that, um, I really appreciate (laughs) my narrative is, um, regardless of what your, my, you know, your religious preferences are. I tend to think of everything as God or everything is universe. So um, I don't tend to think of tarot cards as something that isn't good to work with, because if you think everything is part of God, then uh, everything is a way for God to communicate with you. And But I mean, if it doesn't resonate with you, that's totally cool, too. But um, I think it's always interesting to try different tools um, that can kind of get to know you better. Uh, Astrology is another tool. Yeah. Um, some things don't work for me sometimes. Sometimes uh, certain seasons, they do work for me. I think it's it's all about like trying out what works best for you and seeing what resonates with you and can help you lead you back to yourself. Isn't that what we're all here for? So um, this podcast isn't very long today. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm a little under the weather, but I did want to kind of hop on here and Kind of inspire you to maybe listen to your intuition, listen to your heart a little more in the next week. There's a lot going on in the world. I think all of our hearts are hurting. I think I possibly, this uh, sickness started in my throat uh, um, right after I was reading way too much on social media about what's going on in Palestine and Israel and all that dynamic. I think I felt the collective grief and I had, a, I started, it's got a really sore throat and it lasted a couple of days and i just was feeling that like rage and just swollen you know tears and and screams and all these children that were hurt and i think collectively we feel things a lot more than we realize and it, you know if you are continuing to listen to this podcast i will keep speaking about this about the importance of getting in touch with your intuition I mean, we are animals and and um, regardless of how you look at it, we, we get hunches and we get um, senses, feelings. If something isn't right or people aren't right for us, we feel it. We feel it pretty quickly that you don't resonate with certain people. You don't want to do certain things. Um, and I think that if we continually create a culture where we numb down these feelings, um, we create uh, cultures that are uh excuse uh poverty and we excuse we we feel that it's okay. Uh we make excuses, excuse me, for people living in poverty and people having no uh don't have not having their basic needs met. And we excuse war and we excuse hate and we excuse book banning books and on and on and on the list. Because if we're numb to our feelings and we're numb to our intuition that things don't feel right. We allow things that are not right to occur. And that is not what we want. That's not what we want. So I'm sending you lots of love this week. Please practice listening to your intuition. Um, that still small voice within, it will gradually get louder and louder the more you practice with it. Um, and it can come in many different forms, as I mentioned, and or also just practice asking your heart what it wants. It might really surprise you. And it's one thing I'll really mention: the voice that I hear is very like childlike, and like I want to go trick or treating with my friends. That's what my heart said last night, and I was like, "Whoa, that sounds very different than this person that has this, you know, is feeling a bit under the weather." But my heart was right. I mean, being outside and being out outdoors, and it was a lot of fun, and. It, it really was what I needed in that, in that moment. So sending you lots of love. Uh, I'll be back next week with a new piece of writing and, um, another story for you, another little journey and adventure that I'm on. And hopefully it resonates with you. Uh, if you want to know more about me, you can go to MaureenMcDole.com. Thank you so much for tuning into the right life and please be you. It's a good look on you and I will see you next week.